0: Well, that was an episode, wasn't it? Quite a bit of it jarred with me if I'm honest, and some aspects I'm really hoping are just set up for other things down the line that make a bit more sense. But let's try to get into it. So, just to kick us off, we have Callum staring down fondly at his police badge. This is really the very start of where it goes a bit wrong for me. Callum makes it clear in this episode that he loves his job, and even if we thought he was just saying that to convince Fitzy, Or just to be stubborn against Ben's request that he quits, this opening shot would suggest that he means it. And that just doesn't sit right with me. I mean, obviously, there's no drama in showing him enjoying his job, I'm just not sure why he would, after everything. He saw that officers ranked above him cared very little about helping people other than themselves, and more often than not, his duties as a police officer actually clash with his instinct to help others, going way back to even his first day of training when he caught Frankie shoplifting and didn't report her. Any instances we've seen of him assisting someone else has either been when he's not on duty, or when he's breaking the rules of his position as a cop. Unless that's maybe why he loves it so much, having that little advantage of intel and actually being listened to when he calls something in. We'll go with that, shall we? Ben grumbles about the airbed they're on, suggesting they get an electric pump because they're only one puff away from being on the floor. It's quite light-hearted though for a situation that's probably affecting their sleep, maybe to deliberately offset the mood Callum's in. Ben goes on to suggest dinner plans for their unofficial anniversary, with a little self-depreciating comment about his cooking. I think he's trying to engage Callum in conversation, but avoiding the elephant in the room. And when Callum makes to leave without responding to him, would he really do that, just ignore Ben when he's speaking to him? Ben realizes that they do have to address it but he's not really sure how. Because Ben's not going to force Callum to quit, but he also can't see how they can move on if he doesn't. It's a bit of a stalemate. He doesn't want to fight over it, he just wants them to be okay. To me, it suggests that he'll accept Callum's decision, maybe already having regrets about asking in the first place considering he hasn't brought it up again until this moment where he feels he has to. Callum interrupts Ben before he can say anything else to promise him that he'll think about it. What's really clear is how much they both want to fix things, and I do think that results in a little bit of crossed wires. Like they're both anticipating what the other is going to say without proper communication because they're maybe a bit scared of it going wrong. Which results in it going wrong? Silly boys. Callum tells Ben he loves the job, but loves Ben more, which has never changed. I'm still not too sold on the love of the job, but telling Ben he'll think about quitting the police gives Ben hope that it will restore the trust that he thinks the police have taken away from their relationship. Callum understands Ben's reservations, especially as protecting Ben was the reason he got exploited and he can't say it wouldn't happen again because of that. I think he's just finding it a bit hard to accept that maybe Ben was right to have reservations from the very start and he'll have to admit he can't make it work. Plus, I guess there's no drama in him just immediately quitting without showing a little bit of hesitance. All about the conflict, isn't it? We then see Fitzy and Callum in Rubies having a coffee on the job they're so committed to. Their conversation isn't too dissimilar from the one they had on Friday, with Fitzy's assumption that Ben's just generally worried, like his girlfriend is. His random observation of the fork as a dangerous weapon was a bit Callum-esque, and I think we are supposed to draw parallels between the two of them, which makes we wonder about Fitzy's line: "If I weren't old Bill, I'd be a good crim." Whether that means anything or not about where Callum might be heading, cough gangster husband's cough, it still brings forth the idea in Callum's head about not being old Bill anymore and his amused smile fades. Fitzy notices and assumes that his advice from yesterday didn't go well. Of course it didn't, because it's a different situation Callum's going through, but Fitzy doesn't know that and tries to lift Callum's spirit with another suggestion, to head to the florist. And we're in the same predicament as yesterday. His joke about not knowing if Callum does flowers results in Callum telling him off, but with amusement. I'm not really sure what to make of the comment though, is it a joke about Callum's lack of romance specifically or does you mean the gays because they're both men? I don't know. Whatever the meaning, Callum allows it to break the tension, and he tells Fitzy that Ben asked him to quit the police. And much like yesterday, he can't really tell Fitzy why. Copper Callum has never sat right with Ben and Phil, It's true, but Callum's not able to say why it's now an untenable situation. He tries to explain why he's torn though, and ends up saying that this, the police, is who he is. Come on now, Callum. Who he is, what he wants to do, is to help people. But I think he's fallen into an institution that maybe makes him think this is the best way of doing that, as the army did before. Being part of a uniformed collective and all that. He should be disillusioned with the whole thing but now it's like he's digging his heels in. As mentioned before, Fitzy assumes it's Ben being worried about Callum, and he tells Callum what he told his girlfriend, that it's more dangerous being a farmer than it is being a cop. He's not too worried about, say, getting stabbed in the chest then. Fitzy's jokes about not getting on with nature momentarily distract Callum, and then when Fitzy tells Callum he's going to propose to his girlfriend that night, ahead of their five-year anniversary, Callum puts a hand over his chest in delight. And not only that, But Callum learns that he and Ben were the inspiration behind the decision. Someone wanting what he and Ben have maybe gives Callum a bit of outside perspective, even if Fitzy then goes on to say they are who they are, implying that Callum quitting isn't an option? That Ben worries because he loves him. I'm not really sure what his advice is meant to be, unless it's just similar to what it was yesterday, to just write it out whilst distracting his partner with displays of affection. It's not like Callum doesn't know that Ben loves him, is the thing this is maybe just Fitzy feeding the notion that he can have both if he perseveres. Phil gets an unpleasant surprise when he walks into the front room of the stater house and comes face to face with his son-in-law who he kicked out last month. And he's already not in the good mood because of his troubles with Cat, who's been avoiding him after spending his money, which he thinks is the cause of his credit card being blocked. So he sees Callum and jumps to the unreasonable conclusion that he's been turning Cat against him. But he doesn't really think it, it's just a dig about how Callum's turned Ben against him more than anything. Kat, who isn't impressed with how he's been treating Balam anyway, cuts to the chase and informs Phil that she was mugged, and that's why his cards are blocked. Phil's first reaction, of course, is to get all shirty about how he wasn't told. But as Kat points out, he was too busy wrapped up in his anger with Denise to listen to Kat when she tried to tell him the day before. He moves on from anger at not knowing, to wanting to sort the culprit out like clockwork, isn't it? Ignoring protests from Cat, he turns on Callum and makes clear his ongoing disdain for the police, the stuff on Friday with Jack at the holiday club not really helping matters. He's convinced they won't be any good in punishing the culprit, if they can be bothered to look for him, Callum possibly being too busy nicking one of his own. Which is telling, as it shows Phil really does see it as a personal betrayal, he did consider Callum one of his own. Callum doesn't rise to it. Trying to reason with Phil that he's just doing his job, which isn't really much of a comfort to Phil. He goads him by suggesting that the job is all he is, to the extent that it comes first for him, and not only that, but Ben knows it deep down too. As always, it's a refusal to acknowledge that Callum's actions were for Ben first and foremost, seeing a betrayal of Phil as a betrayal of the family and something that can't be reconciled. It's all right to put Ben first when it's not at his expense, basically. It's also an alternative slant to Fitzy's view of the situation, earlier, he was suggesting that Callum can have Ben in the job, and Phil's here suggesting he can't, because by having it, he's putting it before Ben. Basically two differing views on the police, isn't it? To Phil they're not to be trusted, and to Fitz, a new recruit, they're good and worth sticking with. And speaking of Fitz, Betty didn't expect to be present for a domestic spat between his colleague and the local gangster. Kat interrupts Phil's little rant to sarcastically tell him she's fine, by the way, thanks for asking. She calls him out on his methods of stepping up for people he cares about, and to either do it the right way, or not at all, which is the lead-in for Phil later deciding to buy the laundrette and run it as a legit business. Later on, it's nearing the end of Callum's shift with Fitzy, and while Fitzy is suggesting they call it a day, desperate to get home on time to meet his plans for proposing. Callum wants them to stick around and keep looking for Cat's mugger, ribbing Fitzy for his laziness, which is quite amusing coming from Callum. I also find it funny that Fitzy literally acknowledged that criminals don't normally return to the scene of their crime, because it's a valid point, it's almost pointing out how silly it is when they actually do spot the criminal hanging about in almost the exact same spot. But Callum plays it off as something they may as well try since this is the Crim's manner, how he knows this I don't know since they're working off a physical description and nothing more. It transpires that he's trying to prove to Phil that he's just not a useless cop and can actually help people, especially people he, or should I say Phil, cares about, something Fitzy calls him out on. He's put two and two together and realized that the Phil standing in the Slaters is not only a Mitchell, but he's Ben's dad. Turns out that even though he's been a cop for five minutes, he knows about Phil Mitchell. It's probably in the induction to be fair. But regardless of who else at the station knows that Phil is Callum's father-in-law, always a bit of a vague one, since we've been told that if his superiors found out about Ben and Callum's relationship he'd be out on his ear, Fitzy has worked it out at least. Fitzy tries to tell him not to listen to Phil, framing him as the bad guy while Callum's a good guy. Which I think, or maybe just hope, is foreshadowing for a situation where Callum and Ben reconcile with Phil, which seems a pretty sure bet as it's shown that the police don't have Callum's back after all, in case Callum wasn't sure after the Thompson situation. Fitzy reminds him that what's going on between Ben and Callum is between them, not Phil. But then he doesn't know the full story, remember? And Callum knows he doesn't have the full story, adding to his feeling of being torn. He asks Callum why he has to change what he does to make Phil happy. It's all a bit too pro-police for me, got to be honest but I'm going to pretend that the look on Callum's face suggests that he knows it's not as simple as that, changing what he does won't just make Phil happy. That, or it's simply foreshadowing for the misery Callum's about to endure. Fitzy begs again that they clock off, laying it on thick by telling Callum all his plans regarding the ring and the table he's booked. Even when Callum spots the criminal, who is hilariously just hanging about in broad daylight, Fitzy tries to get him to reconsider going after him. Worried that he'll be kept back writing it up if it's not who they're looking for. Good guys indeed. But Callum insists on it, and there's a callback to Phil's words as he states that being a cop isn't all he is. At least he's acknowledged that amongst all the this is who I am stuff from before. But he says this is what they do, making criminals. And he's doing it with or without Fitzy. The conviction in Callum manages to convince Fitzy to agree, and they give chase to the mugger. After a very public run through the market, Callum's the one who orders Fitzy to go in the other direction to try and trap the guy, which doesn't work as Fitzy then loses him. From a distance, Callum has to watch after he alerts Fitz to the presence of the mugger, who's just standing there waiting to be noticed, and once Fitzy turns to him, he stabs him with a knife, right into his stab-proof vest, it looks like, or maybe just below it. And the duff-duff is laid over Callum's horrified little face. So. Not my most favorite of eps, it has to be said which is partly why it took me so long to write this. But we'll see how it goes in our double EP tonight and beyond.